your child prepared to resist peer pressure? Peer pressure is when youth are influenced by those their age to take part in behaviors that they normally would not have, and to do things they're uncomfortable with or things that they don't want to do. Peer pressure is especially risky when youth are pressured to take part in harmful behaviors such as substance use. And peer pressure can really influence youth who don't feel comfortable with saying no, or youth who feel like they need to fit in or to belong with a group of peers. And so they give in to that pressure because they feel like they won't have any other friends if they did say no. You can help your child resist peer pressure by teaching them that it's okay to step away from people or situations that make them feel uncomfortable. And also letting your child know that nobody can force them to do things that they don't feel comfortable with. It's important to build your child's self-esteem, self-confidence, self-image, and that way they feel more comfortable with saying no and resisting peer pressure. By having these conversations with your child, you can help equip them with the skills they need to make healthier choices and help them grow into healthy and productive adults. Good afternoon, dear parents and families and communities of HES Academies, and welcome to another family engagement broadcast. Uh, with me in the studio today is Ms. Maysoon Matar. Uh, welcome, Ms. Maysoon. Thank you. Uh, introducing Ms. Maysoon to you. So Ms. Matar holds a master's degree in uh, dispute resolution from Wayne State University, and she is currently a health educator in Access Substance Use Disorder Prevention Program. Throughout her work experience in nonprofits and community-based programs, she has been advocating and providing resources needed for the growth of our community. Uh, welcome again, and we will be presenting today about building peer pressure resistance skills uh, in uh, youth. Uh, before we start the presentation, I have a couple announcements to make. First of all, congratulations for Universal Academy for accumulating over $25 million and so far in scholarship funds. Uh, so congratulations to all the seniors of Universal Academy class of 2023. Talent show just took place at Universal Learning Academy. It was a wonderful show. You can go to ULA's social media to uh, see uh, the details. I also want to remind you that next Wednesday will be count day. It will be a free dress day. It will be a free hat day, pizza day, fun day, be counted. Uh, and it will be Wednesday, February 8th, next Wednesday. Without further ado, we will start our presentation now with Ms. Matar. Building Thank you, Sam. Do you see my screen? Uh, yes, I can see your screen. Uh, if you want to make you make it large, you can uh, just uh, click F five. Yeah, this is okay. Let me enlarge it. I did. No, or you can you can you you couldn't upload it. No. Oh. Let me see. I'll upload it from my end then. Um, let me see, where is it? Let me be pressure. 
I'm gonna upload it over from my end and then uh, hopefully you can control it. If you can't, I'll control it for you. Just tell me next slide when you want to. Okay. Can you control it? Do you do you see the slide, uh, next slide on the screen? No? I don't see the screen. So I'm gonna stop sharing on my end if yeah, you want. Stop sharing and look at the... Uh, do you see the... I see it. Yeah, I see you, the first slide, but... Can, you, can you move the slides? No? No. Okay, I'll move the slides for you. Just tell okay. me next slide and I will. Okay, All right, thank, thank you, Wissam, thank you. Hello everyone, uh, thank you for joining us today. So today we're gonna be talking about um, peer pressure and its uh, negative impacts on our children. Uh, we're gonna be talking about how to help our children to build resilience against uh, peer pressure. So the first slide, if you can move on, uh, we saw the first slide, so the first slide for me, thank you, yeah. So we're gonna be talking about um, the different types of peer pressure. Is peer pressure good or negative? Actually, before we move to this, uh, we're gonna define what peer pressure is. Peer, usually we when we talk about peers, we refer to people who are um, usually our age, uh, whom we usually socialize and go out with. And due to this, usually those people have a great influence on us. So when we talk, when we say peer pressure, usually we refer to the influence that other people, usually our age or similar in age, have on us or get to act on us in order to influence us and make us behave or uh, do things that we usually wouldn't do. But because they are influencing us, we get to yield to their influence and start acting in a way that we usually don't act. So um, if we can move to the next slide, please, Wissam. So is peer pressure positive or negative? Actually, there it could be positive, and we have examples of this, like when uh, in sports, when our kids play team sport, we keep, they tend to be competitive. They keep, they tend to be uh, pressure each, each other to excel in sports or in school or in any of these uh, kind of uh, similar um, arenas or avenues. So it could be positive. However, unfortunately, the majority or the overall, it could be negative. And we have here um, some numbers show that 30% of students are offered drugs by their friends in middle school or high school. Also, we have just over 70% of high school students have tried alcohol, and that's because they were influenced by their friends. So the target or the main um, point for us to have this presentation today is to focus on the negative impact of peer pressure and how we can, as parents, um, protect our kids from uh, uh, becoming victims to, pe to peer pressure. Also, how to empower our kids early on and make them aware of peer pressure and build resilience in them to, um, to stop this kind of uh, pressure on them. Next one, please. So we're gonna start by discussing the 
causes why our kids be pressured or influenced by others. The first main cause is weak personality. So weak personality and this here, as parents, we need to pay great attention to this factor. Weak personalities mean that our kids they are not confident, they don't have good self-esteem about themselves. So it's our job as parents to pay attention to this factor early on. We need to make sure when we raise our kids, we pay attention uh, to their self-esteem. We want to make them feel good about themselves. We want to build this good image. We want them to have a good image about themselves. We want to encourage them how to be able to make decisions on their own. Uh, and this way, they get to decide which right and which wrong, which one, which activity or which behavior aligns with their uh, beliefs and their um, um, thoughts and ethics. So this is very important. And we need to emphasize this very much because this is how we get them, the kids, we get the, the kids to stand up for themselves and be able to reject or turn away any kind of um, peer pressure. The second causes could be like fear of rejection, uh, social acceptance, improvements in, cool, in coolness, all these like factors, kids may be or could impact our kids' uh, personality and make them uh, more susceptible to peer pressure. For example, like youth, generally youth and kids in general, they desperately looking for acceptance. They uh, tend to be, to try their best to fit in, in like um, among a group of friends or among uh, uh, a team in sports. They try to be accepted and feel that they belong to this, uh, to this group. So sometimes they may give up their personality, they may give up their thoughts, their beliefs, their ethics even, in order to feel that they are accepted, they're socially accepted. Uh, they start maybe changing uh, the way they're dressed or maybe changing the way they behave or act. So this, in order to be accepted and um, loved by others. So for us as parents, we need to, be, to pay close attention to these changes when uh, we notice uh, our kids starting to act in this way. Also, uh, another cause for our kids to uh, become victims or like to be influenced by others is avoidance of bullying. Some people or some kids fear of becoming bullied by others. So by joining this group or being part of this group, they feel secured. They feel that this is their way to avoid being bullied by others. So they join this group and in order for them to be safe and secure. But again, we need to understand or to remember, joining this group eventually will end up in like our kids committing 
uh, illegal activities or something that is harmful. So it's very important also to talk to them and inform them and educate them about peer pressure and joining or confirming uh, to other groups is not the best solution or this is not how you get to avoid peer pressure. Also, there are some physical causes, actually, hormonal reasons. We know that youth, they're still growing, uh, their mental, uh, their brain's still growing, their, phys uh, their body is still growing. So hormones could be another reason for them not to be able to make the right decisions. So this way, also, they can rely on others to make a decisions for them. And that's how they become influenced by others. Another reason could be strained relationship with the parents. They don't have a good relationship with parents. So they, whenever they need advice or they, whenever they need uh, another thought or someone to help them, they seek this from their friends. And that, this is how they get uh, influenced by others and controlled by others. Another reason could be mental issues. Uh, again, uh, depending on the situation, uh, some people like uh, have this, they suffer from depression, mental illnesses. Also, the, this type of people or, or youth this age with mental illnesses could be very susceptible and very, could be very easily controlled by others and pressured by others. Next, please, Wissam. So we talked about the, uh, uh, the causes or the reasons for why our kids could be uh, pressured by others or influenced by others. What are the effects of uh, being pressured or influenced by others? The first effect we, effect we have here is change in performance at school. And this is a very uh, alarming sign for parents, of course. We need to be, to pay attention to our kids' performance, academic performance. So if they used to do, like a, if they used to be like a B students or A students, and all of a sudden they start to get Cs and Ds. So this is a, a, a red flag for us. We need to uh, pay attention to this. Uh, changing attitude, the way they behave with us, if they become more um, violent, more uh, verbal abusive, all these are alarming signs for us as parents we need to pay attention to. And once we see any of these, most likely that our kid is um, somehow is influenced by others. Also, change in visual appearance, like uh, the way they're dressed, uh, they become more uh, different, completely different from the way they usually dress or the way they do their hairs. Uh, we get to see them like um, uh, the way they express themselves, like a lot of piercing, tattooing, all this stuff. Like if they're not used to do this, if this is if this was not uh, something they used to do and all of a sudden they started doing these activities, definitely this is going to be an alarming sign for us as parents. Also change in school attendance. Uh, they start missing schools, uh, missing classes, missing homework. Uh, missing even tests. They don't go to test. This is, we need also to be, to pay attention to this. Change in the mindset, their, their view in the whole, um, 
in life in general. Like uh, they start talking about uh, school and like um, what's the point of going to school? What's the point of uh, doing this or doing that? So the mindset, the whole their view or point of view of life in general started to change. This could be another uh, sign for us as parents we need to be um, aware of. Bullying. So youth in this age, they tend to choose between being bullied or being uh, uh, stand up for bullying or to be the bully or to be the bully. This is how they, they, they see it. So if they started to bullying others, also this is another, uh, another sign for us they start to be more violent. Uh, anorexia, our um, uh, food uh, disorder, eating disorder, uh, especially among girls. If they tend to hang out with uh, girls who pay great attention to the way they look, to their bodies and all this stuff, our kids may start um, uh, losing appetite. They may start uh, cut off on their food because they want to look in a certain way. And this eventually, of course, gonna impact their health in general, physical health. Uh, drug misuse, they start uh, using drugs, vaping, alcohol. All these could be effects or outcomes of um, uh, being influenced or pressured by others. Also accident, getting involved in accidents, whether like uh, they legally get involved in illegal incidents or accident, getting uh, involved in like um, different type of accidents, like uh, car, like any type of accident like that could harm themselves or harm their bodies. So all these could be outcomes or effects. Uh, we as parents, we need to pay attention to to diagnose or to know that our kids are being pressured and influenced or controlled basically by others. Next one, please, Wissam. So what can we do? What are the solutions? School classes is one thing we can do to address this issue. Uh, here in Access, we go to multiple schools. We talk to children and youth about peer pressure. We introduce them to this uh, term. We let them know about peer pressure and how it's um, not okay to be pressured by others. It's not uh, healthy for them to be influenced by others. Also, parents need to be aware of this and help kids to build a good self-image about themselves and this is how this is like um, the first step we need to do in uh, fighting this uh, issue when we build and when we raise healthy kids who are feeling good about themselves who are confident who are resilient this is the first thing towards fighting this um, issue also increase tolerance in our society and this is start Everybody gets to help in this by focusing on their family. When myself as a parent, I help my kids, raise my kids in a healthy way, help them to fight this uh, this issue in, in this society, we all together uh, help our society to be uh, healthy and help our kids to, um, to stand up for this issue and uh, be able to make their own decisions. 
Also, as parents, we need to be vigilant or and observe any changes that uh, may happen to our kids. We just talked about that, about their school attendance, school performance, their behavior, their attitudes, their mindset, all these things uh, we need to be aware of and we to, to have um, a close attention to how our kids behave and um, uh, to their attitudes as well. Also, we need to, as parents, we need to support children to find their passion. Um, uh, sign them up in school, in, in activities, sports, uh, help them to find their passion, something they enjoy doing. Um, instead of like leaving them uh, to boredom, have nothing to do. Just keep them busy as much as we can, as much as we can. Also educate children early on about the consequences of drugs. Uh, inform them that this is unhealthy, risky behavior. Uh, we don't want to uh, get involved in any of these uh, behaviors. So talk to them about the, the, the negative impacts of um, drugs and drugs misuse. Also get to know your kids' friends. And I would add, get to know your kids' friends and the family of your kids' friends. It's very important for us as parents to be involved in our kids' life, to get to know their friends and make sure that they ad adopt the same beliefs and um, uh, mentality that we have as parents. Next one, please, Wissam. So, um, how to manage peer pressure? Thank you. So, how to manage peer pressure? These here are some tips for youth, for kids, and for parents as well. The first thing we want to make it clear to our kids that it's perfectly okay to avoid people or walk away from any situations that we don't feel comfortable so we need to talk to our kids. We need to teach them about peer pressure and let them know that whenever they feel uncomfortable, they don't feel happy about the situation they're in or what they need. The first thing they need to do is to walk away, to walk out of the situation. This is the first step they want to do. Always, always, we need our kids to, to think that they need to do what's best for themselves. So how do we know how do we know if this is the best thing for ourselves or not? We need to ask ourselves, does this look right? Does this seem right? Um, um, am I comfortable in this situation? Uh, am I simply giving in to peer influence? If in in uh, if our answer to any of these questions is yes, or I don't feel comfortable, or um, uh, I feel like I'm being pressured by others. Again, we need to go out to leave the situation and not interact in any um, behavior or activity while we are in there. Uh, next one, please, Wissam. Another thing we need to let our kids know that 
it's all up to them. Nobody ever can pressure them or force them to do anything they don't want to do. Uh, if they don't feel comfortable doing anything, they don't need to feel ashamed or they don't need to worry about other people criticizing them for uh, not interacting or not engaging in these uh, activities. Uh, if they feel like their friends are trying to pressure them, so it's a sign for them probably to find a different, different friends. Also, for them, they need to know that they always need to hang out with people who have the same views or the same thoughts and share the same ideas as them. Because this is when they feel comfortable. This is when they feel like they're not pressured by others. Next one, please, Susan. Also, we need to remind our kids that um, it's not, they don't have to be, to like everyone and nor should they, anyone force them to like others. So it's okay that they don't along with some people or they don't like some people, that's fine. Or some people, they don't like them or they don't uh, get along with them, that's fine. Uh, they just need to decide um, which friends they want to hang out with. And that's fine if they don't feel comfortable with some people. It's a sign for them that those people whom they don't feel comfortable with means that they don't have to hang out with them. Also, we need to teach them to stand up for others. And we need to remind them, especially if our kids, like uh, the kid we're talking about is like uh, the oldest siblings or the, old, the oldest son or the oldest daughter. Uh, we need to remind them that they are kind of role model for their other siblings. Uh, they are role model for other friends. When they see them stand up for themselves and uh, reject any uh, kind of uh, peer pressure, they can learn from them. So we want to remind them all, always that they are role model either for their younger siblings or for other friends. And we need to remind them and remind ourselves as parents as well that peer pressure could lead to their consequences. It's very serious. It's a serious issue and we need to stay on top of it. Next one, please, Hussam. Uh, Also, it's, uh, it's a way we need to teach our kids, like whenever they feel uncomfortable in a situation, it's okay for them to use excuses. For example, if someone is trying to convince them to vape or smoke or even drink, it's okay for them to say like, um, okay, this is not a good idea or um, I have an appointment tomorrow and I need to be to wake up early. So... Um, I'm not gonna use, I'm, I'm not gonna try this tonight or maybe I'm on medication and drinking or uh, smoking could make things uh, um, work get things worse for me. So it's okay for them to to use excuses in order to get out of the situation. Next one please. Lisa. 
So how can, those were, were tips for kids or youth to use uh, whenever they feel uh, pressured or um, in an in, in, in uncomfortable situation. So as parents, what can we do to help our kids to stay resilient and stand up for themselves? The first important thing is to develop a strong relationship with our children at early age. We need to have this open conversation with them. We need to talk to them about uh, peer pressure, inform them that they're going to be some situation where they don't feel comfortable. We're going to teach them how to stand up for themselves. So we need to have this relationship uh, with our kids. We need to always listen to them and be vigilant to everything they say. Uh, if something happened, if situation happened, to them, um, if someone pushed them, for example, in school, like we need to ask more about this situation. Did it happen accidentally or uh, how did they react? Uh, were they laughing? Did they say sorry? So if they say sorry, most likely it's going to be an accident. But if they, the other kids were laughing, so probably we want to dig deeper in this and reach out to school and see the situation. But it's very important to have this relationship with our kids and make them tell us about their day, about the situation they went through during the day, and have this kind of conversation with our kids. Also, as, as the parent, it's our job to provide the rules, structure, and discipline, and to raise uh, a healthy child. Remember, we our parents, so our first priority is to protect our children. We need to enforce the rules that we have for our family. Next one, please, uh, Wissam. <clears throat> Next slide, Wissam, please. Thank you. Uh, I think we missed one. Sorry. Yeah. Again, as parents, our, as I've just said, like our rule is to enforce rules, to enforce the guidelines we set for our family. Um, we're not, it's not like we don't want to be friends with our kids. It, we want to be friends, but if we get to choose between being friends or enforcing the rules differently, we want to enforce the rules because this is how we protect our kids. Uh, so to be a parent, not a pal, not a friend, we need to start early. We need to uh, put the groundwork for raising healthy children begins with the uh, uh, begins at early age and continue throughout their uh, their life. So it's our job to enforce the rules, to uh, put the ground work for raising healthy children. And again, being a friend with our kids does not mean we tolerate or we, um, does not mean that we do not enforce the rule. We can do both. Also, we need to get to know our children's friends. Uh, if each, if issues or problems arise, share our concerns with their parents. So if something happened between the, the, the kids, we need, as parents, we need to talk to the other kids' parents. Uh, this is how we 
both both families get to understand what's um, allowed or what's acceptable in this family and what's not acceptable for us. Next one, please, Wissam. So we talked about uh, peer pressure. We defined pre, uh, peer pressure, the causes, effects, uh, uh, solutions, and what we need to do as parents to help other our kids to uh, stay resilient and stand up for themselves against peer pressure. So what if we found out that our kids already using substance uh, substances. They're probably they're vaping or they're drinking or they're even using drugs. What do we need to do as parents? The first thing we need to prepare. We need to prepare ourselves to have this conversation with our kids. So the first thing we need to do is to share our suspicions with someone we trust. Maybe someone. Uh, a parent in our family or a friend, a close friend who've been in this situation before. Uh, ask them, what did they do? It's not necessarily that we do the same thing they did, but at least to get an idea, uh, to have, to prepare ourselves. Also, uh, part of our preparation for, for this could be like talking to, uh, a, to our uh, pediatric or a physician or even um, school work, uh, school uh, uh, nurse or a social worker in school or even a counselor in school. Reach out to them, uh, see if uh, they notice anything, if, they, if our kids have been acting differently in school, if they got themselves in trouble. This also could help us to prepare for our conversation with our kids. And we always want to remember that our top priority as parents is to protect and love our kids. So whenever we have a conversation with kids, we want to let them know. We want to verbally say it like we're doing this because we love you and because we want to protect you. And our mission as parents is to protect you. We're not here to blame you or accuse you or shame you or judge you. We're here just, we're having this conversation just to make sure that everything is going on, is going okay for you and you're not in any sort of troubles. Next one, please, Wissam. Again, we don't want to accuse them, especially if we're not, sure that they are using uh, substances or if they're uh, uh, using something that's not allowed um, or against our rules. So maybe we want to start uh, sharing our suspicions with them, saying like, uh, I suspect that you may be smoking or you may be vaping or something. Also, again, I love you. We love you. We're your parents and we are concerned about your safety. Uh, we think that you may need our help. Is there anything you want, you need help with? Or is there anything you're hiding from us? Again, uh, no accusation, no blaming, no shaming. Remind them that you're doing uh, your job as a parent to protect them. And it's your job to protect them. And you want to help, help them. You're here to help them, not to shame them or accuse them. Next one, please, Wissam. Uh, 
again, uh, no blaming. Um, we don't want to blame them. And at the same time, we don't want to blame ourselves as parents. Uh, we don't want to think because our kids got involved in these risky and unhealthy activities that uh, we are bad parents or we messed up or we didn't do something or we uh, didn't do a good job raising up our kids. We need we need to be fair to our uh, to ourselves. We don't want to feel guilty. We want to make sure that um, we need to understand that this type of issue is something in common. Most families go through this. So the most important thing is to continue supporting our kids. This is the best thing we can do. Also, if the conversation becomes heated, uh, we need to end the discussion. We need to end this conversation, but not to end it for, for good. We need to end it for the time being and make it clear to the kids that we're going to resume this conversation in a, in a later time. But we don't want um, things to get out of control. We don't want to start yelling at each other. We need, if things get out of control, we need to stop and make it make sure, like, give time for, uh, for ourselves as parents and for them as kids to think of what we've discussed so far and make it clear that we're going to resume this discussion. This discussion is not over and we need to resume it in a later time. So if our child refuses to talk or takes uh, a turn for worse, then we need to like to seek help. We need to seek medical help. We need to seek like ask um, a school guidance counselor or family doctor. Uh, we need to, to seek um, a kind of professional help. Next one, please, Wissam. The third thing, whenever we want to have a conversation with our kids, we want to remind us to remain calm. No matter what happens, we need to remain calm and we need to keep things under control. We need to keep our self-composure, never let things get out of control. So before talking with our children, maybe we want to have a rehearsal of the conversation we're going to have with our children. Maybe we're going to uh, think of the questions that they're going to come up with, um, uh, some information we want to share with them about this uh, this topic, why we don't like it, why we don't want them to be involved in this thing. So um, we need to practice the conversation and be ready for anything comes up, any reaction, any questions coming up from our kids. Uh, also, we need to pick the right time. Uh, probably like we need to take them for a walk in the neighborhood or go out for uh, to grab some ice cream or even go for, for, for lunch. Um, uh, just or even if we're at home, we need to like um, have in a separate room, like uh, away from other uh, the other kids or the other siblings. And again, we need to be prepared for all kinds of reactions. Uh, we Things may get heated. They may start uh, saying harsh words to us. But again, we need to remain calm, maintain self-composure. And if we thought that things are getting out of control, we need to stop and resume it later on. This is an important thing. If we have evidence that our kids are using drugs, 
alcohol or even tobacco, we need to let them know. Uh, we found this in your room. We found this in your backpack. So we need to let them know. It's not only a suspicion. It's we have like we think that you are vaping or you are uh, using alcohol or drinking alcohol. So we need to let them know that we found out. And let them know that this is against our rules. This is against the guidelines. And as a family, we do not accept any kind uh, this type of behavior or um, attitudes. Next one, please, Wissam. So the next point we want to touch down on, why do our kids turn to substances? Why do they start smoking? Why do they start vaping or even drinking? The, there are three main causes. The first cause is because they feel bored. So they have uh, spare time. They don't know what to do, how to fill it. So we need to keep them busy. Uh, activities, after school, after school activities, uh, social life with friends and family whom we trust, whom we um, share the same ethics and the same beliefs. Uh, keep them busy all the time. Uh, don't let them have this uh, uh, spare time that they don't know what to do because they'll, they'll find something most likely unhealthy, something to fill this time in. Also, we they another reason they're trying to use these substances out of curiosity. They're curious, and uh, remember that uh, pressure, peer pressure, is very is main pressure that our kids go through. But also, they have other kind of pressures, social media. So they see all these ads on social media. Uh, vaping and smoking this and they're trying to convince them that this is your way to fit in this is your way to become popular and as we talked about this earlier youth are desperate to fit in and desperate to be socially accepted accepted so they think that this is their way to to have friends to make friends and to have a, a happy life also, another reason uh, they start using substances because they want to feel like they are grown-ups. Um, or sometimes they're using it because they were told via like uh, social media messages that uh, vaping or drinking could help with their stress level. But of course, part of our work as parents is to educate them that this is inaccurate uh, vaping, drinking, uh, all these unhealthy activities cannot help with their stress. It's If it does anything, it makes it even worse. Next one, please, Wissam. Also, there are some risk factors. Uh, some people, they, uh, some youth, they live these uh, they have this these uh, risk factors in their life. So the first one is having poor grades in school. Uh, this makes them very stressed out and they want to uh, cope with the stress. Again, the messages they receive via um, on the internet or the ads uh, is promoting for um, uh, vaping and drinking as a way for them to cope with the, with this stress. 
Another factor, risk factor, having friends or peers who engage in alcohol or uh, drug use. And that's why it's important for us as parents to get to know our kids' friends, to know uh, the kind of um, lifestyle they're living. Also, another risk factor, and this is very important, that one of the parents is sometimes they smoke or one of the parents uh, endorse or, or this type of behavior. So witnessing parental attitudes that are favorable to, dr to drug use and parental approval of adolescent drinking and drug use. We, some people, they grow up in households where parents are drinking, parents are smoking, parents are uh, vaping. So all this consider um, as a risk factor. Also being exposed to alcohol or drug use in movies and television. Also we need, as parents, we need to be vigilant and aware of the messages our kids see and receive. And we need always to have this open conversation. When you see someone drinking or vaping on TV or in a movie, doesn't mean that you are allowed to do it. Our rules, our family rules do not allow that. We need always to constantly to remind them with our family, uh, the rules that our family um, set for, for them. Having a low level of uh, bonding or attachment to the neighborhood. Again, that's why it's another uh, good idea for the for us to keep them busy in sports after school activities. This way, we get to encourage them to socialize with other people and have friends and have a social life, and um, keep them busy and not uh, bored. Next slide, please, Wissam. This is um, some of the uh, statistics and studies that shows uh, uh, peer pressure and how it impacts our kids. As, as we mentioned, it could be positive, but unfortunately the, the majority of peer pressure or the big portion of peer pressure is negative. So the first one we see like 19% of teens report they would give up using a cell phone while driving if their friends did the same. So um, this is a, a positive peer pressure here. While next one, 23% of teen girls feel pressure to have sex versus 33% of teen boys aged 15 to 17 feel pressure to have sex. So we get to see how peer pressure have negative impact on our kids. 55% of teens tried drugs for the first time because they felt pressured by their friends. So 55% of our kids were introduced to um, drugs by a friend. 70% of teens who smoke say they start smoking because their friends smoke or they feel peer pressure to try smoking. Another negative impact, 70% started smoking because their friends were smoking or because they pressured by by their friends to start smoking. Uh, so uh, looking at these numbers, we get to see how peer pressure could uh, hugely impact our kids. Uh, we need, as parents, to be aware of this 
we need to address it early on. We need to have this conversation with our kids and letting them know about peer pressure. Um, as kids, we need to let them know also that they're gonna be they're gonna go through um, situation where they get to feel pressured. They need to stand up for themselves, be resilient, walk out of the situation, and. Um, Hopefully this presentation, I think this is the end of our presentation. So hopefully by sharing this information with you, uh, you get to understand how important for us to educate our kids about peer pressure, uh, help them build resilience against peer pressure, um, help them have a good self-image, good um, self-esteem about them, themselves. And these here are some of the resources you can go to and uh, read more about peer, peer pressure. Thank you, Ms. Matar, for this uh, presentation. Uh, You're welcome. The presentation will be available, recorded uh, after the end of the broadcast immediately. Uh, again, I'd like to remind parents about the upcoming count day on Wednesday, February 8th will be free dress day. And also, uh, congratulations again for Universal Academy for accumulating over 25 million in scholarship funds. With that, enjoy your weekend. And thank you for access and for Ms. Matar again. And we'll see you in the next family engagement broadcast. Thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye bye.